Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all a brew heads? Yeah, we brew heads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. Yeah. What's good, y'all? This is C Certified Brewhead. And I am Scott Beer Cole, Beer Enthusiast. And welcome to episode 53 of Beer Another Shit Podcast. And today we're here at Dominion City, hungover as tits, with Scott and Josh. Boys, thank you for having us. Thanks for being here. Pleasure. Uh, how are you feeling? <laughs> how, are, how are we how, feeling how as a collective right? today? <laughs> It's a little rough. Yeah. Uh, things are things are a little slow around here too. For sure. <laughs> so yesterday was the 2017 CBAs here in Ottawa, Canadian Brewers Awards. Yes. Uh, we all partook in the festivities yesterday. We sure did. Uh, had we're a great time. For it today. A little yeah, hurting for hurting and, for it today, but yes. And you guys even had the uh, unofficial kind of like uh, little after party thing out here. Yeah, yeah, we didn't know we were doing that. <laughs> yeah, <they> were, <laughs> you <got> volunteers. <laughs> yeah. It was great. It was great. We had. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We must have had at least at least uh, 50 breweries represented here last night. Wow. A bunch of dudes just hanging out. Hanging out, out cool. tapping you out of a beer. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Drinking beer in the brewery. <laughs> yeah. So uh, everyone's pretty rough. I think you were saying uh, the brewers are out of commission today. We had plans for, for a brewer's <laughs> yes. brunch here this morning, and uh, most of them didn't make it. So. <laughs> well, well, more pancakes for us. More pancakes yeah, for yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so um, you guys got some awards last night, right? No. no, no, we didn't. No. <laughs> no. Oh, well, no, sorry to rub that in. Uh, <laughs> I guess you suck. Burn. If it didn't no. hurt already. <laughs> uh, I seriously thought you did. <laughs> no, no, that's cool. No, that's cool. Our good friends over at Tooth and Nail here in town Maybe did that. So, yeah, they, yeah, they got work. a couple for sure. Yeah, because we were with them yesterday, yeah. <laughs> and I remember seeing. I remember thinking like someone that was either you guys or them. God damn it. Well, did you guys that's have cool. many uh, beers entered? We had a few entered. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. What did you enter? We sent in a few different things. We did a, a brown lager and nice. uh, a Brett Saison that we'd sent yep. in. Yeah, nice. uh, like an oatmeal stout and goes in. Yeah, we had a variety. I, I don't actually remember. Because we had to just <laughs> submit ago, that right? like a few months ago, yeah. right? So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, though, it's been great having uh, just having people in town. I think, mm. you know, it's the 150th this year, so Ottawa gets everything this year, basically. Yeah. And yes, uh, yes. it's been cool. pretty cool for, for, for guys like us to have... Yeah. The Canadian brewery establishment come to our town and hang out and see what was going on and we've had a lot of fun, too, maybe too much fun yeah, in the last couple of days. <laughs> did, uh, did, is anything going to come out of it, do you think? Like as far as like, uh, I know you guys have some phenomenal collabs which we'll get to yeah. talking about, but um, did you guys, I mean, I'm sure there's probably nothing you could really speak on directly, but do you have stuff like maybe that uh, you finally put names to faces and stuff? Totally. Or, you know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we met a lot of people who we've known by reputation and by Instagram and you know, to have people like that in the house, we, you know, uh, folks from North Brewing in Halifax were by and Dope. got some of the guys from Blood Brothers uh, yes, in Toronto yep. and love what they're doing. So, yeah, I mean, you know, there's there, there are a ton of people who, who made their way here for it. And Fantastic. it was a lot of fun, you know, people exchanging ideas, making plans for, for future things. And I love it. I think that's really what the conference was about. Like, it's a really cool networking tool and just shoving everybody in a room uh, once a year. Totally. Just yeah. to start yapping about it and <laughs> ideas yeah. and getting... Yeah, shit face. Yeah, yeah. the best <laughs> ideas come from yeah. that. <laughs> you guys are hectic, man. We were like, we, we didn't really like go to the workshops or anything, but the lunch session, like they just had the those bins full of. Uh, full yeah, of every table had there. a bin of beer, and I'm like, Everyone, whoa, 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 I can yeah. just take. Dudes were drinking from like noon. Like, oh yeah, and like all the way until the end. Like I don't know how you yeah, do it. Like we're uh, struggling. We didn't. I didn't start until like the awards. Yeah. We, we were wondering about that last night. Like how many conferences in that conference center normally have like ninety percent of the crowd just 
just destroyed <laughs> by the time the main event goes on. It's I can't, I can't imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they kept the food to after. They went yeah. everyone slaughtered and yelling and screaming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dinner was 8.30. Like, that was yeah. a weird call. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of people were far gone by that point. Yeah. So. Yeah. Those, like, and then the coaster, coaster fight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, I was awesome. in the middle of that. We were keeping it classy. Yeah. 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 That made me laugh. I wouldn't expect anything less from a Brewers conference. Not at all. So let's start talking about these drinks that we got. I think we're all got different stuff here today um we're gonna start with mine this is the paper salesman, paper salesman uh, pale, ale. pale ale hazy as tits just how i like it <laughs> um <laughs> you're telling me for scott it's the uh, galaxy pellets and um mosaic, mosaic powder. powder yes nice. uh and then lots of oats um yeah basically just trying to make it like soft and fruit forward and really easy drinking you said um, no bittering hops, all super late additions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we've been going that right route uh, for most of our hoppy beers. Like, there's lots of people that have been doing that, and we love their beers. So we just yeah. sort of took notes Do the from same. them. Yeah, why yeah, not? absolutely. Um, so we've been doing that with most of our pales and IPAs these days. Um, just sort of dialing that in. It's been a little bit of a trial and error thing, but yeah. uh, we're pretty happy with um, the little amount of bitterness we get and lots of flavor. Um, Cool. So, yeah. So it was like a, a conscious thing to sort of move towards that hazy, uh, like styles for you guys. The juicy. Yeah. yeah. This beer, uh, in particular, is a good a good example of the evolution around here because this this the first time a, a beer by this name appeared was two years ago and uh, it was the same grain bill but everything else about it was completely different. Right. Um, you know, I mean, Scott really went to work on it and. Uh, when it came back, it, it had its fans, and they didn't recognize it anymore, and loved it. And the other people who'd never tried the old incarnation love it, and it's just it. kind of snowballed. But you know, this is kind of what hoppy beers at Dominion City have become and evolved into over the last couple of years. So I feel like uh, we talk about it almost mm-hmm. constantly. It's just such a cool thing to see Canadian breweries really like adapt to it. Then I feel like you guys in Bellwoods are probably the some of the two that have really gone hard, and that it sounds like um, interesting. You said that that the the beer had evolved over time because that seems to come up a lot give the people they, what they want right don't yeah uh, i guess this yeah. is this is the trend this is the direction that it's going in and i feel like uh, a lot of the breweries were maybe initially hesitant yeah. to kind of like get into doing that maybe because canadians palates hadn't uh, caught up with the trend totally yeah any issues with that at all or any thoughts on, on that type of stuff i think that when like we just started doing it maybe six eight months ago six months ago well you were piloting long before that but we released the yeah. first one probably six eight months ago yeah, yeah like uh yeah i mean we take a trip down to vermont and then try a bunch of <laughs> delicious beers a couple years ago totally. next thing you know we were like i don't know trying to figure it out and um i was actually like homebrewing beers like this for myself um just trying to like figure it out dial it in um so we actually had this on top of my house for like i don't know good like Twenty minutes, six months. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, that's true. Yeah, so I had a constant flow of it, um, but it's, yeah, I don't know. It's just sort of come around. Like we really enjoy it, and it just, yeah, I don't know. We're always working on it, and like always evolving, uh, more or less. Like almost every batch of beer that we make, there's a tweak in it, um, right. which just is gotta, like improve it a little bit. Yeah, I mean we're always learning. Like we, we you know, we, we're sort of learning on the fly when we started, anyways. So it's like we're. Just we're still to, learning. We're, yeah. yeah. Uh, so and then we can exchange knowledge with other people, like at conference like this, and ch- exchange techniques. And um, so it's really neat to be able to try that on every batch. And uh, sometimes we don't want to make things super different, but sometimes it's like, yeah, it's, the drastic changes can happen, and it's awesome. Um, 
fantastic. Sometimes we, we go back on that, but it's, yeah. it's good. Either way, give the feedback and keep it moving. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the cool thing I think is like when we, I mean, we're almost three years old here, uh, which isn't that long really. No. But when we were designing beers, uh, you know, to open with, they came from my backyard. Sort of like you know the the least interesting origin story of getting yeah. <laughs> a yeah. brewery, home brewers, but. Uh, like our, you know, the styles we had then were a product of what was popular at that time and even before that time. Right. And so what I think is cool now is that guys like Scott and the other guys on our, on our brewing team are bringing new ideas and things I was never going to get to right. myself, uh, especially once you get into it and stuff's pulling you lots of different ways. But now we have a team who get it and who are out there and they're like researching and talking to people and coming up with new ideas and like we're making better beer because of it. Mm -hmm. And the really cool thing is to see that Ottawa as a market has really evolved beyond what they thought they were comfortable with, even since we've been open. Right. The idea that you can you know, release a turbid, hazy, juicy IPA, I mean, that's something nobody had seen or was doing no. even when we opened, so it's kind of cool. No, it's very, very cool. I love it. Uh, what do you got there, man? Same? I'm, I'm drinking the same as you. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we got twinsies. Twinsies. <laughs> Look at that. Twinsies. <laughs> twinsies. <laughs> what do you fellas got over there? That little sexy red guy. This is, uh, yeah, this is a beer we've done before. Uh, the base beer is called Canada Goza. Okay. Uh, and it's a kettle-soured uh, German-style wheat beer. Hell and yeah. Goza is uh, brewed with uh, sea salt and coriander. So the base beer has remained more or less the same since the last time it was around, but this time uh, we introduced some Concord grape. So nice. It's uh, it's the kind of beer you can taste in your cheeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It for a morning beer. Uh, it's actually this, working this for is me. Like tailor made for a morning beer. Yeah, we, we, we made that decision on yeah. Friday. We, we, it was either carbonate this or like a coffee IPA we have yeah. in the tank. Yeah. And like, so this came up. We thought that might be really nice. It has like a, a, a mimosa <laughs> like feel to it. You know? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Fruity. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's sick. Great, great. I'm feeling myself beer. come back to life. As yeah, think, right. To be honest, yeah, because with each sip. Yeah. yeah, this is about it's to be a really sweaty, sweaty interview. Yeah, you know? <laughs> just like alcohol. Yeah, out of oh, just boost sweat. Yeah, no, out of control. <laughs> it's weird how more of a thing makes it better. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> let's not talk about that too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Science. Yeah. So, um, I want to know both of your stories. So, Josh, you are the owner and founder, and Scott, you're the head brewer. So, like, up to you, whoever wants to go first. But, like, it's always really interesting to see how people got into beer. And then, of course, we want to lead that into uh, how this amazing spot came to be. Yeah. I mean, originally, uh, there were three of us who, who started the place. And okay. it, it kind of did evolve from, from home brewing in my backyard. I would say what we, you know, were really lucky to have had from the beginning is we felt very much community built. Right. The three young dudes, we didn't have, you know, trust funds behind us or anything like that. And putting a brewery together is not and, cheap. So, yeah. what we did have was a lot of really good people who, who pitched in early, uh, got us to a point where we were, you know, at a point where we could be taken seriously uh, to get off the ground. And right. then when we did that, I think we started putting pieces together and good, getting good people. So we literally picked Scott up at a bar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's kind of sexy. Yeah, I'll let, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, really, uh, I mean, you can speak to your own story, but I mean, you, you knew uh, wine and, and beverage and uh, we're just getting turned on to beer. and. You know, you literally Scott's been here uh, as a volunteer since day one, and right. you know now it's evolved to a point where we obviously have employees, and he's our head brewer, and right. we kind of, kind of, kind of run together. Okay, tell us about the uh, 
how did you, well, how did you get into brewing? Uh, well, I was homebrewing very poorly. Um, <laughs> as we all start, right? Yeah, 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 it was really bad. Um, but <laughs> uh, at least you admit it. Oh, yeah. it was awful. I was like beating up grain with a baseball bat because I forgot to mill it. We've done that. We've done that too. We've done that. Yeah. Like a hammer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And a hammer. I was like, what the hell am I it's doing? It's the worst. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got like 2% out of it. It was awful. <laughs> Um, story, yeah, no, uh, <laughs> I was working in restaurants uh, for a while, um, studying wine. I was actually like, I think volunteering to get some experience so I could maybe like go work at a winery in Niagara. I like, wasn't sure. And then they were nice enough to take me on and uh, show me the ropes. Amazing. Um, yeah. That's, that's pretty really cool. It. So like, when you say volunteer, so you just sort of like, like, hey, can I just come like, and learn? Do you guys need help? Yeah. yeah. And then exchange help for like, can you show me what you're up to, uh, how to do things and um, yeah, it was really just that, and then, uh, yeah, then I was working here. They decided to pay me, it was yeah. great, I was yeah. so happy. <laughs> you, that was we, made, we made it awkward to leave after that. They probably have a chat, like, we should so. probably pay him now. Yeah. <laughs> it's been like, like four years. She was like, well, I think we could get another week. That's amazing. So it's a three-year-old brewery. It started three. Yeah. Three years ago, and you came along when? Like, Day one, basically. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, you said that. So you were yeah, right around the same time. Yeah. Okay, that's really cool. So, um, I guess the one thing I did want to speak about, which is kind of like jumping around, but the um, you guys recently did a collab with uh, Twin Sales. Yeah, I mean, I'll let Scotty speak to the details of the beer, but I mean, um, basically, uh, I mean, Twin Sales. For those who don't know, are yes. a great brewery in Port Moody, BC. And uh, they're about the same age as us. Okay. And I think have had, they would say, a similar evolution in the way that they, they brew beer. They started traditional German styles and they still do that really, really well, but they're yeah. making incredibly like delicious hop juice as yeah. well. And we came to know about them from Don't Drink Beers, Barley Wine is Life. If you don't know them, <laughs> look them up. Uh, but, you know, we're the only two Canadian breweries that have been reviewed on uh, yeah. Don't Drink Beers, and we just thought they were doing a really cool thing. So after work beers at the bar, we got talking about having some tank time for something fun that we could have out for the Cane Brewing Awards. Yep. And uh, Scott and Phil, our other brewer, uh, threw out the idea of, of, of teaming up with those guys. And Amazing. we just sent them an email cold and they went for it. So oh, wow. we had a blast they, with they it. came out and... Uh... Yeah, the guys were just, uh, they were just here uh, for the release. Uh, spent a lot of time going back and forth and banding around ideas. Right. Yeah. Did was... they come out to actually brew it or was it more like a... uh, We chatted over the phone to figure it all out um, and then sort of corresponded via... You know, email and stuff like that, like just to make sure that everything was good. Yeah, exactly. We, we yeah, brewed it without them, but then they were here uh, for, for. They were actually coming down for a collaboration with Dunham, so they were here oh, and then they went to do a collab with they them. They said that because I was talking to them on Twitter because I've been a big fan of them recently. Started trading in Vancouver. Cool. Dudes out there, oh, nice. they've been sending me twin sales. So when I saw you guys, because I had the sun split recently. Nice. Um, I had some friends get that, so I'm like, all right, these guys aren't playing around with the. That <laughs> comes back to it, like no one really had were doing it yeah like you guys were I think Sunsplit was one of the first I would I'd had it of cool. would that be about right yeah I mean definitely the guys in, in Vermont and, and New England were experimenting with styles like that um, but in Canada yeah it's, it's really just come on so there's like, a lot there's a, always been a lot in like Montreal uh, Quebec really? City because like, I live in Montreal and I, I found that like there really isn't 
He's calling you a liar. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I just made that up. I mean, I just made that up. Judas Yell's morality is like really hazy most of the time. Like, I mean, not not as far as this. No, but I had him the other day. I'm like, it's great. It's for normal. Yeah, Judas Yell. I didn't think it's hazy, but they did see when I was there. They had on the little chalkboard that like had in the fermenters a little Northeast IPA. They called it. Oh, nice. Cool. I gotta get my ass in there and check it out. But like. Yeah, I just find that like this stuff is just so hard to get. So then when uh, my boy up here got um, brought me down a, a, a growler, yep. the sunspimmer, all right, and I liked it better in the can. He said, you guys must have tweaked the recipe again because he got me the can. Always playing with it. Always yeah. sure. so if you had it in a can, like, you had it super fresh, too. Yeah, that's yeah, the other thing. Yeah, yeah. So. I think it was, uh, like, it, was, it was like a little brighter or something. Like it was a bit of time between, of course. Yep. But um, yeah, so like it was really cool. Sorry, I'm jumping everywhere, but um, we're hungry for shit, guys. Yeah. <laughs> But it was really cool when I saw the, the twin sales stuff to the other guys out, out west and it looks like you know Vancouver is all that BC kind of scene is really popping right totally. now. Yeah. Um, so it was cool to see like like how I was curious to how that came about. So it was interesting, it was just over email. I would have figured that it might have been a Yeah, they were just game. They were they were they well, were down. Yeah, we were sort of like we knew that lots of people would be in town, so we were sort of you know, if there's one brewery that we thought was sort of doing some really neat stuff and they're here who could we sort of work together on something with okay. and have it released for the the awards when people are in town right so that way we could have something awesome tied together um so it turns out that they weren't uh weren't actually coming to the awards but no, they're yeah. coming down for their dunham collab so the timing worked out great right so um so yeah we just went to brothers and drank a bunch and uh nice yeah so we drank nice. too much because as you can see not one of us is drinking oh, that like, it's yeah. all gone so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. did you make much of it or was it kind of a small batch because it's uh we, we're burning on a seven barrel electric system over there right now yeah, which right. we're about to replace with this monstrosity it's behind us wow. but uh yeah, you guys are doing yeah. some big expansion here there would have been what like eight 850 liters of it or something I don't know yeah I was like, okay so not a ton not a ton, not a ton. So, yeah. speaking of that so we're in the I didn't I guess we didn't even really explain it so this yeah. is kind of like the brewery under construction right now yes yep. this is the expansion of your already <clears throat> existing brewery is or is this going to be the new brewery like we're, yeah I mean we're yeah. going to keep both bays for mm -hmm. you know for those who aren't here we, we just drove our neighbor out by sending liquid under the wall for about two years until yeah. they left so. <laughs> <laughs> it works it works yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then we took this place uh, and ripped it right down to dirt and built up a new floor. So Man, it'll be a revolution to not uh, to not have like a lake every time we yeah. brew warm on the floor. Uh, yeah. So there's so sort what, of a, what's the size of this room now? What's the um, capacity? Um, <clears throat> full capacity. Our capacity is going to triple. Yeah. Yeah. In terms Amazing. of what we can what we can produce, the, the brew house here is going to be four times the size, and right. our, our our total cellar capacity will be triple. So amazing. I mean, for us, we don't sell any beer at the LCBO or the that beer stores or right. grocery. So, so it's straight out of uh, everything we've ever sold mm. is out of here or on tap in town. So why was that a decision made? It's kind of born a necessity. What you're not going to see is. Uh, our location here, you know, you're either coming to a great brewery or you're coming to face your death in the back of this abandoned industrial <laughs> park. So we didn't have yeah. high hopes that people were going to come and hang out at our place. Right. So we focused a lot on selling beer on tap. Right. And as it turns out, we actually have an amazingly supportive community of people who come and hang out at our place. And, you know, we've got a, what I think is a really fun tasting bar now and yeah. a snack menu. And people, people are in here every night of the week. We're open seven days. It's a blast. Nice. But we didn't count on that in the right. early days. And uh, I think that's kind of why we were built that way. Right. And until you have scale, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. We didn't to think it made a sense to do, to do the, the resale stuff. Would it also be because the, these type of beers, like these hazy kind of joints, they just don't have lifespan. Like you can't put Sunsplit on the shelf in LCBO because by the time it gets yeah. through the warehouse and all yeah. that, like it's done for. I mean, we, we won't do that. <clears throat> um, but like, yeah, I mean, I'd want people to drink that fresh and like it comes down to the bottom line of like we want that fresh and we want it out of our hands immediately like it's really good we'll keep some around 
put it on top of bars and restaurants and mm-hmm. people can buy the, it here but um, we'll send other things to, for distribution that have a better shelf life and a bit uh, yeah better for that yeah. Yeah. I mean the, the cool thing about a beer like Sunsplit which is very much in this, this vein yeah. is that I mean for the first time in our brewery's history and as far as I know in the city anyway you know, we, pr- we pre-sold it and so moved more than a third of the batch before it was out of a really? tank so we actually had people reserving like a minimum of 12 cans and you know, Damn. that was our way, uh, you know, it's great to sell something before it's even ready. Yeah. Yeah. But on the, on the flip <laughs> side, on the flip side, it means people get the beer super fresh yeah. and they understand, you know, uh, move this, drink it, get rid of it. Right. And yeah. uh, so it's out of our hands and hopefully out of their hands quick and yeah. it tastes great for everybody. Was that like a line at the door situation? Yeah, it was awesome. We had a, you know, we didn't even screw it up. I was really worried about the logistics, <laughs> but we had a day where everybody knew they could come get it at 5 p.m. And, you know, thank God it worked. Yeah. Everything was yeah. in a can and ready. Day. So, yeah, it's great. I think it's good. We always talk about like there's not much, and this once again comes back to the trends. Like there's not many breweries in Canada that can create the demand that gets people lining up. I feel like that's super rare. So, I think yeah, I, I, I mean we were certainly we felt really humbled about it and everything. But it's it's a testament to what I said earlier about Ottawa beer drinkers. I think the scene here, if you've been sleeping on us for a couple of years, like you've got to come back and take a look because yes. I think people here have come to a point where they have a lot you know more that they know about beer and a lot more that they expect. From, yes. from their beer, if they're gonna pay for a beer and they're willing to do that, mm-hmm. it, it better be delicious, it better be consistent, it better be all these things and people know, so. So is that something that was, uh, that, that's changed recently? You said like in the last few years? Cause um, we were here, yeah, maybe uh, what, four years ago. Yeah, it was together always like to and, go to Bose. Right, yeah. go to Bose and then come to Ottawa and do other stuff. And maybe go now there's so many other beer bars and, or whatever yeah. and don't drink anything local and then Dip out. Yeah, I mean, we shouldn't talk about beer in this town without mentioning those guys. Like, yeah. I literally in 2006, those guys, um, you know, cut Started. down a forest and paved a highway for everybody else yeah. to drive on. Yeah. And uh, it's a testament to how they got people to a point where they not only were open to trying a locally crafted beer, but, you know, looking for it and expecting it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so uh, for sure, those guys uh, were early out of the gate. And, you know, fortunately, they set the expectation that if you're going to make beer in Ottawa, you can't be an asshole. So that's been really good for the scene right. too. You know, was that like an, an inspiration to me? Like, hey, this is possible. Like, because did you guys catch his keynote yesterday, Steve's keynote? Yes, yes. So yeah. what he was saying, like about, um, like, didn't even think that people would want to drink a local beer or whatever, and it was only 10, 11 years ago. It's not even that long ago. Yeah. So was that for you guys being like, hey, like you were drinking Bose, I, I assume, and then you're like, did that give you like some sort of like. Uh, what's the word not hope but like like oh we can do this like we can actually make a brewery and make good ass beer and there's going to be a demand for it here because yeah. i guess that's the key element is the demand right T- totally and i mean you know we were fortunate that we were a little further down the road like you know by the time we showed up uh Kitchisippi had been in the market for a while mm-hmm. beyond the pale was out and they were doing really cool stuff that i mean it was just a departure from even what the other craft guys in town were doing so it wasn't just like you can do craft beer in Ottawa. it was like you can you can really like run the gamut and, and try new things and people are gonna get behind it. So, you know, by the time we showed up, we benefited from all of that yeah. that had come before us. And I feel like now, you know, it's just, it's just picking up. Right. It's cool. That's so it's a, the scene itself is, has grown like exponentially and uh, like, is there any, have you seen the, the, the difference though? Say from like three or four years ago to today, like what is the difference in the... Uh... I'd say it's almost even done like months. Like it's maturing so much faster locally. Right. Uh, yeah it's crazy and like i don't know social media people see beers like this or either way word gets around really fast and um yeah people are just very open uh to try new things and that's uh that's been a big change like yeah it's happened a lot faster lately 
interesting he's mentioned like social media like that because once again like, <laughs> I just really yeah. feel like, like the very fact photogenic that, <laughs> uh, they're just so sexy I don't know <laughs> I can't get past it we were saying yesterday that we judge beers now we look at it being like oh that's not that easy it's become like this new baseline yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it'll pass like, uh, actually, that is another question do you guys think it's a trend do you think it'll, it'll like clearly it's a trend but do you think it'll like it'll stick around what do you think? Uh, I don't know. They're pretty delicious most of the time. Like, <laughs> yeah. You mentioned Balmas earlier. Like we've been drinking their delicious IPAs uh, yeah. since we started, and uh, they're just getting like now everything's hazy. Yeah. everything's everything hazy. hazy. It's richer, crazy. fuller, yes. more hops. It's yeah. it's awesome. Like it, so, just when you sort of think that like oh, is this gonna go somewhere? It just like gets pushed one step further <laughs> thanks to people like that. So um, yeah, I I don't know. I guess we'll see. Yeah. So like, are you, do you make beers like this because this is the beer you like to drink or is it because the people want beer like this or is it kind of a combination of, of both of them? It's lucky for us that it's both. Right. I yes. think. Yeah. Like it started cause really because I think we basically had a mastermind from Fiddlehead and changed our lives. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we couldn't believe it. Yeah, we're, That's crazy, right? Yeah, Love he sold that out like 20 minutes online yeah. uh, a few years ago, and like so. Ever, yeah, ever since then we've been chasing it. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Chase, you know, it's a, it's chasing a, the haze. It's a cool thing though about being in Ottawa. You know, we're a smaller city. Yeah. Uh, we got Montreal not that far from here in Toronto, mm-hmm. uh, and we talked about this a lot. But like, if you think about influences. You know, if you're in Toronto, that market is big enough that you can you can have a scene of people, and it can be relatively self-contained where it's big enough. And people are exchanging ideas, and you've got your own kind of market that's on its own. And right. Montreal and Quebec have always had this great Belgian influence, and I mean that's evolved too. But we're not that far from Vermont, and so we're almost like this weird mixing <coughs> pot of influences because yeah. we're not big enough that you could just look inward and just you know see what other people are doing in town and stop there. Like we've right. always kind of had to look to other places to get influences, and I, f- I feel like that's kind of coming to bear on the beers that people are making in town now yeah interesting because i've spoken to some brewers before like when in like i whenever we get opportunities to tell people i think it's changed recently because almost i'm finding almost everyone we speak to are now making some stuff like this i'm always telling people yeah go get on this like i want to see it in canada i want to have to keep going to the states and paying out the ass and uh i I think that we didn't want to do that yeah Yeah. 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 i guess we're gonna have to make enough of this I feel like everybody's doing it, but I've spoken to some people where they're literally like, like fuck that, like just yeah. not interested in in that style at all. So I find it's like either like you guys in Bellwood's attitude, where it's like this is what I drink. Yeah, I don't give like people, like, they'll come. Like there, there's other people like us. Yeah, we're just like the beer nerds that are just kind of like this is where the, the taste profiles moved. But then there's the other guys who are kind of like, no, a beer is supposed to be clear and crisp, yeah, and, yeah. and they just won't move to them. And it's just very interesting to see the complete dichotomy of like, yeah. attitudes. And like we totally still do, like crystal clear blonde um, at all times. Like we want diversity in our portfolio, and that's super important. Like right. we're we're not gonna. I don't think we're gonna switch over to just doing these all the time. <laughs> I mean, we'll always have one. We'll have a stout around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, yeah. <laughs> 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 Actually, yeah. <laughs> wait a minute. Did you have a hazy blonde from Burlington Brew Company? How was it? It was on the best one I've ever had in my life. Yeah, um, there's, there's I mean, just the really best good. blonde. Yeah, yeah. It was like I can't remember what it was called, but it was, uh, and I think it wasn't even that fresh as well. Mm. But it was just I never. It was almost weird that it was a blonde that it was hazy, but it was, yeah. They're, they're doing some really cool stuff, yeah. for sure. Um, they're definitely on the hop train, yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, they're, they're really good. I was just down in Vermont um, maybe a few months ago, yeah. and uh, yeah, I drank lots of their beer. It was great. Right. <laughs> <laughs> lots of it. I was happy. Where else did you, go? Where else did you guys uh, go down there? 
Uh, I went to uh, Hill Farmstead, Lost nice. Nation, um, The Alchemist, uh, and yeah, then uh, went Fom's to a doing some cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It keeps coming up. We, yeah, keep, keep we missed out on Farm last time, but we're going to have to go next time. My friend was telling me the other time. day that apparently, ooh, you reckon the Farm now are like, like better than everybody? Yeah. Like as far as like this They're running the stuff, Vermont scene? That's what this dude yeah. tells me. I'm not sure if he was drunk or whatever. <laughs> but, like he was like about it. Like, they're the next... Do you have you guys considered or looked into collabing with American breweries? Um, we actually have done a collab with American Brewery. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, these guys in um, Shelby, North Carolina. Um, which, if you're familiar with Eastbound and Down, is where Kenny Powers is actually okay, yeah, from. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, they're awesome, awesome guys, um, and they make some incredible hoppy beer. Like, with they, you guys are down there for the uh, American Brewers Con- uh, Craft Brewers Conference. Yeah, brought back a bottle of IPA that just like was just stunned <laughs> it was so good um so yeah we decided to collaborate with them and we Sick. did like uh a super strong uh imperial stout where we just basically kept adding like adjuncts to it as right. we went to just keep boosting the sugar content <laughs> um anyways it's currently in barrels now uh finishing out with brett because i don't know Why it's not? just well, yeah, yeah for sure <laughs> but their beer is super super awesome and that was a great learning I, actually sunsplit was in the tanks the first round when I was there, mm-hmm. came back. Those guys taught me so much. It's been like you changed that, it. That was a huge, huge, huge yeah. growth experience. Just doing oh. spending like six hours with these guys. So wow. it, yeah, it was awesome. I was, I was gonna ask, what does when when a brewery collabs with another brewery? Does that mean uh, you're both in the brew house brewing together? Does it mean you're writing the recipe together? Does it mean you're doing everything, or is it kind of like? Like, can you collab over the phone, or do you have well, to all be in the same room? To I mean, that's how the twin sales one went. Yeah, that, yeah, that's what we did, and it worked out great. Uh, exchange techniques. I learned yeah. a lot. Um, yeah, they've got some a lot of experience, uh, so it was really neat to chat with them, and we basically like walked through how we we're gonna do the beer from start to finish. Cool. Um, yeah. Otherwise, we haven't really done a whole lot. We do a lot with restaurants. Like, we have a lot of friends who are chefs and run their own businesses, and uh, like we did an ice cream beer. Uh, basically with a ton of lactose with nice. um, um, with Mushu ice cream and she has like a lime leaf mint flavor uh, that is awesome wow. cool. um, yeah it's really nice uh, so that was cool and like we can just work on the concept and idea and then we figure it out on our end but right. it's, it's nice to like bounce that back and forth is it more common to do it in person or is it like a like because of distance it's not always practical to spend all the money to fly to Vancouver say or whatever it's, it's probably more common in person for sure okay. um, we're pretty new at it uh, but yeah usually people get together drink a bunch of beer and make we're, we're already talking about heading to Port Mooney sometime this fall to do, to do, the, to do the favor back for, nice. for BC nice. beer drinkers yeah. so nice. yeah would it be something along the same lines, do you think, probably? Yeah, I don't know. I'll talk to the guys if they yeah. want to do the same thing or come up with a new idea, but if we get to make beer in Port Moody for a day, that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, so, cool. yeah. Is that far from Vancouver? Because I always thought it was Vancouver, and I think they I think that would tucked into the back of the bay. Thing. Yeah, I don't know how right. far. I think maybe an hour or something. I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah, okay. Not that far. There's a lot of good breweries there, too. Yeah, from what I can tell, like, like I've started trading with dudes out there, so people have been sending me some stuff. I'm super impressed. Like, even last night, like, uh, the most overrepresented province at yeah. the CBA. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I'd say 65% of the That's what I said. Yeah. I said 60, 60% were BC. Yeah. I was yeah. blown away. And a lot of these breweries I didn't even, I haven't even heard of before. I guess. Mount Begbie, Brewery of the Year. Like, yeah, that's I was awesome. like, everyone's like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Good on you. Yeah, so, I mean, do you guys feel that, um, that they. I was gonna say, someone said to me one time on Twitter, "Oh, I heard Vancouver like the best uh, beer city in like they either said Canada or North America." I'm like, relax, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I hadn't had Twin Sales and like I don't know Superflux and Bridge and right. a bunch of those things at the time. Now I've have had those. I'm like, okay, so maybe where they're coming from. Maybe. They've like, always had that like 
Cascadian trend, you know, yeah. where there's a lot of exchange between, you know, Vancouver and Portland and Seattle, and yeah, even down in California exactly. where they've been doing, you know, really, really, you know, interesting stuff for a long time ahead of everybody else, right. really. So I, I, I feel like they've always had that influence Ooh. and that advantage, right. um, but it does disgust me. It just feels like somebody's hit the gas in, uh, certainly in our city, and I, I suspect maybe in other Canadian cities too, yeah. where it's like, Everybody's just getting getting wise to what's delicious. Mm. They want more of it. Yeah, which is crazy. It's just such an unexpected thing in in Ottawa, I guess. That uh, this is so much good beer because this stuff, like this, I, once again, I don't know who you're referring to in Montreal that I can get this stuff. Regularly. <laughs> yeah, I realize <laughs> now that's not necessarily true. <laughs> but no, uh, I mean, like to come up here. <laughs> yeah, I mean Dunham's uh, Leo's early breakfast or Leo's breakfast. Yeah, that's a great. One, yeah. That's that's that? super delicious. Yeah. Um, and then like. Look how store like a little bit different, but look how stores Yakima IPA is probably yeah, one of the first like pale IPAs around. Yeah. Um, that's Fantastic. always a treat to get. So um, yeah, I mean people like that were were leading the way with it, and then this is just like just tweaks on on beers like that, right? Yeah. Um, it is for some people though. I mean, it's just worth <laughs> acknowledging for some people this is apostasy. You know, like yeah. it's oh, wrong. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We kind of love that though. Do I don't you, care. Do you so. much, uh, oh, there's a little of that yeah. sometimes. But I mean, we also, I mean, yeah, we've got a we've got an IPA on tap that would be very traditionally recognizable as a West Coast IPA. It's right. uh, bright and it's got a little bit of uh, spicy quality to it. It's definitely got more uh, resinous bitterness. Mm. So I mean, we do that too. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, we just this, think this, this is what yeah. this is what we want to drink, and it seems like what our customers are enjoying drinking. Right. So why are we not going to do it? It's uh, very reassuring that that uh, I would. I guess that's why it kind of trips me out. In Ottawa, a smaller city, that you guys are sort of like close to pioneering this type of stuff out here. And uh, or, you know, have so many beers like this that people want to drink them in this place. I'm like, that's sick. That really speaks to the profile that it's, it's moving that way. But I'm not sure which is it like chicken or the egg. Like, does it come because <laughs> the drinkers want it, or does it come because that's what the brewers put out? Like, what? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it started for us because we drank it, and I, I, I think. It, it starts for everybody else when they drink it. It's like, right. whoa, uh, you know? But I think it was maybe like, because it's like the New England style. So it's like the the folks in that area, I think predominantly Vermont, and then it kind of moved out to like Portland, Maine, and um, Massachusetts guys, Trillium and Treehouse, and Night Shift. And I think having a sexy it, name yeah. for it, like a New England IPA, makes sure that <clears throat> you don't feel like you have to say it's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> if that was our first beer, are they doing like... What's up with Dominion City? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Three years ago, this would have tripped. This would have yeah, tripped people out. Yeah. yeah. I think like, in, in New England, it's just an IPA. Yeah, that's like, right. That, that's what people were saying. It was like, why all of a sudden it became this like. It's, it's probably worth saying too, like, you've thought about this a lot, but I mean, the term New England or Vermont style, I mean, we. We're pretty careful to say we're inspired by uh, brewers in Vermont who've sort of been pioneering and pushing the boundaries of IPA, but yeah. I don't know what a New England style IPA is, and I don't know that it matters, but um, uh, this is something that a lot of people are talking about, like, so. Kind of yeah, I know. We, we just, <laughs> we I just super call it or IPA because, like, Cause that's what it is. The end of the I don't know. It doesn't fit in a category, and, like, really. We I don't know we saw these things in Vermont and that's where they inspired us and we say that on the can so that it's just like <laughs> yeah that's it we don't we don't call it a New England IPA we don't call it a Vermont yeah. IPA it took like, one trip to Hill Farmstead and I was like oh my god yeah. <laughs> what just yeah. happened to my face <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing I love that okay that's sick um, yeah so anyway yeah I just think it's just really cool that you guys are really like pushing that um, boundary and I hope that more of them do you think are more breweries here like following suits at all or did you guys kind of were you guys doing this first i mean a lot of other guys in town have been brewing delicious hoppy beer uh, beyond the pale yeah they've I mean, been they, doing that since they, they started they sort of paved the way i think for a lot of that stuff in town they've been doing yeah. like awesome hoppy beers for a long time i've been Aromatherapy's drinking their, delicious yeah, yeah. 
Um, I, I wouldn't quite put it in this category because I did a little comparison one time like for a video and I thought it was kind of in the same category, but it's sort of a little more on the bitter side than the juicy side. Yeah, they're, they're, they're definitely di different beers. Um, but I mean, you know, there's sort of like a, it's, it's a one-upmanship in the, in the best way. It's not, it doesn't yeah, feel like totally. I'm but I, but I think it's like, yeah, like, oh my God, like that, that thing that that person did was delicious. Like what, what can we do to be making something delicious? And then everybody's just kind of, it does feel like it's just accelerating. Bicycle, Craft Brewery, they're friends of ours. They're so down the way. Yeah. They just released, you know, sort of a hazy IPA. I, I think it's something a lot of people are interested in and they're wrapping right. their heads around and. How about really milkshake good. IPAs? Yes, I want to ask about that. Yeah, this is an interesting trend, in it's my opinion. It's to pick up. I can tell a little trepidation there. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Martin. No. <laughs> I mean, well, for, we haven't done a milkshake IPA, but we did, we did do this ice cream ale. Right, uh, that was close. It was hazy and hoppy and was brewed with a metric shit ton of lactose and <laughs> oats and it was creamy that's, yeah, that's so I mean I don't know where the boundaries <laughs> no, yeah, even yeah. less about where the boundaries on that are but um, I mean we do have one coming up uh, probably for Dominion Day uh, that we originally did with um, if you guys have been to Holland's Cake and Shake they do you gotta go before you leave they, town. yeah they yeah, do awesome too. like cakes and sandwiches uh, they just do fantastic stuff they um <laughs> Yeah, we basically threw a cake in the beer too, which was really weird. Actually, yeah, no, like we, we were like a whole cake whirlpooled like, for yeah. a while. Wow. Yeah, Such I mean, like wow. it was basically just like a, a sponge cake, but yeah, it, <laughs> it was it was in there. Wow, <laughs> what did that do to it? Oh, it was really just novelty. Uh, <laughs> but but I mean, there were other yeah, elements yeah, in the beer like, that be swirling around. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um, so that, that was cool. I mean, and, and they're delicious. So I don't know. We're, yes, but we'll have a cake beer out July first. We, yeah, do, we do four first. beers right. for our July first party called Dominion Day. Okay, basically that? our nerdy Canadiana party. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, you you know we we're at a farm in the middle of the city this year, and we're doing bands all day. And our favorite chef friends are coming and doing Canadian inspired food. And Fantastic. we do four beers under the cover of darkness. Nothing tastes better than secrets. So. Uh, okay, so we can talk about <laughs> Yeah, so, so you, uh, we're letting the cat out of the bag that one of them will be a big beer. So. Uh, <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, good, good. Glad we covered that. Yeah. So. <laughs> You're not touching any of the others? No. You got to come. Uh, God damn it. Come join us. Yeah, it'll be great. That sounds awesome. I'm down for that. Um, what other, like, how many uh, in the tap room there? Like, how many lines and stuff do you have? Uh, we now have a dozen lines. We were running off oh, damn, four for the longest time. That was really dumb. We just yeah, yeah. wasted a lot of beer yeah. pouring out a bottle. So we part of what we did here with this expansion was we, we really cleaned up and opened the front of house area. Right. So you can come in and have a beer and we have a snack menu and a little food prep spot. So we're not, yeah. a, we're, we're not a brew pub at all, but you know, you can come in and have a glass and hang out and play Jenga and listen to Is that technically a brew, brew pub? Or it's Te not? Technically in this province, it's a, we're on a, we're on a buy the glass license. So oh, just okay. tells you how late you can be open and what size of beer you can pour oh, people. Do you guys do flights and stuff? Yeah, we do. You can come yeah. in and okay, uh, so can try, try, try a everything. bunch of different beers. We little flight cards and tell you what you're gonna get. So. Fantastic. So I noticed as well, like you guys have got either in the fridge, uh, cans and growlers. Right. So you generally lean towards like it wasn't like a shit ton either. Is that because you sort of more prefer like for packaging reasons for takeout beers? Is it more like a... We, we just started canning a few months ago for the first time. We're using a co company called Sessions in Toronto and their whole thing is they bring a mobile canning line to you. So, right. That's you know, a big we, thing we, in the States. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, it's a, actually a great business. Um, but, yeah, I'm sure. You know, we, we, we've brewed all the beer we've ever sold. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's here. Uh, they come and hook up to one of our tanks with... You know, they show up with all of our empty cans and then yep. they spend a day with us and 
put, pack up their canning line at the end of the day and then leave us with a mountain of cans. Right. So we've been doing that for two of our all-the-time beers, mm-hmm. um, our Blondale and our flagship IPA. And then, I mean, to be honest, I'm hoping by the end of the summer, um, yeah, we're ready. just building a schedule that we won't really be doing growlers on the regular anymore. Everything's okay. going to be canned. So Right. Why is that? Just uh, ease of... Like, it's a format people like better. Uh, I mean, if you if you take a growler home, it's the same as a four-pack of tall cans. And uh, if you don't feel the pressure to have to consume all four cans or the equivalent right. in one sitting, um, people are more comfortable with that. So it sells faster. Um, I think the format is better for beer quality. I mean, there's zero yeah. light. There's all kinds of little things. But right. for us, I mean, it's just it's about storage and being compact and efficient and putting the beer in the best format that people can get that it and drink sense. it freshest. Yeah. I'm actually really glad you brought that up. I completely forgot. So my friend got me the uh, a growler of the Twin Sales collab. So I have it in the car. Good. Like, I, I, I was going it's hot out there, there, man. Put that in the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got it in a little like cooler bag. Okay, all right, all right. It's going to be good. So how old would that growler have been, and how long do I have to drink it? That growler was a, packaged uh, like since ago? Tuesday. And today is Sunday. It came out on Tuesday, and it's Sunday, so and all of it's sold out. You have one of the last growlers, so it's not that old. I could sell it on. So wait, you sent a mule and now you're gonna resell yeah. it. All right, get out. <laughs> 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 okay, so like genuine growler questions is probably not even appropriate for the pocket. Like, how do I? Like, so okay, it's from Tuesday. Just for personal, kind of personal game, question. Yeah. But you know what? Yeah. Like, I, I have no one better to ask. But like, you guys, it's perfect. I was gonna yeah. ask my my friend actually, but so if it was uh, growl like. Package on Tuesday. How long do I have to crack it? And totally depends how it's filled. So in our place, we've got a counter pressure filler where we, we purge with CO two. We fill slowly under counter pressure and we cap on foam. So it's not perfect, but it's a hell of a lot better than if I held it up to the draft to the tap, tap and just right, did exactly. it. So we don't do that. Okay. So I mean, you know, that that thing should be okay, sealed and kept cold for a little bit. But that that beer's so hoppy. Uh, I mean, really, it, like you can't yeah, drink it soon enough. That, I drink that today. Yeah. 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 When I get back, I guess I'll do yeah. it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's tough work. <laughs> tough work. Like, the last thing I want to do is drink beer, and I want to appreciate it. So I was like, oh, maybe I could wait a few days, but yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't want to because I know, like people. This is kind of what we learned about these beers. People would always say like, oh, you know, they're like, no, you got to drink it in a week or two. I'm like, whatever. And then, like, got, <laughs> and then we saw the them. spectrum of fresh yeah, like, to not. Some heady, yeah. Made yeah. such a huge difference. Three months old heady topper and stuff. And oh like, yeah. yeah, they don't want you drinking it like that. You know, no, I mean, yeah. you know what John Kimmich does though. He said he he, he prefers likes it, it like at twelve aged. weeks. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's crazy though because I've had both and it's absolutely different. <laughs> yeah. Like I want that uh, the hot burp. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Through. I love that. Yeah. It's the best. But I think it's like personal preference. Sorry. Fair enough. But yeah, like it's. Those type of beers, like they've just got to like move and stuff, and we just absolutely didn't believe them until we tried it. Like, as one of the guys who, who who owns the place, like we get a lot of pressure from the guys who make the stuff. A lot of pressure. It's pretty aggressive. So get it out. I mean, yeah. yeah if, if a keg is sitting there for 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 any length of time, really, people get people get real fidgety around here. <laughs> yeah, so we're we gonna have to drink it. Uh, we were making jokes that like, as soon as it was a half hour old, we had to dump it. <laughs> <laughs> Left to his own devices, I think Scotty yeah. would just nod silently at the beer and then dump it. I, so. love, I love drain pouring our own beer. <laughs> just straight from the fermenter. That's right. It's right in there, guys. Yeah. Silent, the still in the It's got to go. It's got to go. Yeah. <laughs> it's always done. It's always done. <laughs> uh, you guys are crazy. <laughs> Another thing that I was sort of thought of. So you guys went straight from homebrews to a uh, production brewery or brew, brew pub, whatever you want to call it. Um, how do you feel about one thing we did learn about uh, um, talking to people that there's a controversy or controversial uh, topic around contract brewing right um, do you have any thoughts or feelings on that or why did you guys go straight from homebrew 
to the risk of dropping the larger sum of money to uh, yeah. open a place like this as opposed to maybe testing it in market first? Yeah, no, great question. And honestly, I think it just comes down to uh, how, you're, how you're getting started and what your motivation is. And so for us, you know, I mean, I, I, had, I had a job that on paper was, was great and I should have just been happy with it, but right. no, I, wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't. I and, wasn't, and making something and being in control of a thing for better or for worse, um, I don't know, something sort of masochistic mm. about it, but you, you know, to just be able to really control your own destiny and put it out there and, and, Amen, and succeed bro. or fail, yep. that's what we wanted, right? So owning our own, doing it ourselves, that was the point. Right. I mean, so for us, contract brewing just wasn't even a knock it, it just, it just wasn't on the table. Um, right. from, as, as a beer drinker, all I care about is if it's delicious. So right. there are lots of delicious beers that someone else has made for someone and I'm not gonna knock that, that's, that's cool. I, I understand people's interest and I think it's awesome that people are concerned about things like independent ownership and stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna not contract for ring today. No. No. <laughs> hey, feel free. People have had like, we, yeah. we talked with Matty O of uh, Fiddlehead and yeah. he hates it. Yeah. yeah. He trashed it and yeah. that's fine. And I've spoken to other people who made their living off it like, and they're completely for it. So like, you know, we're bipartisan, like whatever. Like it was always interesting to hear an opinion um, yeah, you know, because I can see both sides. I mean, we're doing it our way because this is this is what we want to be doing. That's 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 the honest that's truth. Yeah. Um, I mean, because I guess you know, it, it could. I guess that's the risk you took, right? Like you know, if people totally. didn't it's still a risk, man. This is the biggest thing I've ever done <laughs> by an order of magnitude. <laughs> I can so, yeah, and it's and it's working pretty well. Yeah, man, we're we're here with you, so I'll take it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you guys have like plans to sort of do anything else to the place? I mean, clearly we're we're in the middle of. Uh, Doing this. We got a cool side project. You want to talk yeah. about next door? Tell us, tell us, Scott. Oh yeah, we'll be running uh, beer and wort through the wall. Um, we've got a thirty, <laughs> we've got a thirty barrel fooder uh, next nice. door, and starting up uh, our, so we, we've done a couple barrel aged beers, but not really a lot. And that, that'll be a decent amount, especially for this area. There's not a whole lot of it. Yeah. Um, so it'll be a learning curve, but we're going to be doing like uh, Brett Ford or East Ford. Um, barrel-aged beers that Sick. hopefully we can sort of build that program over the next few years um, and just something delicious uh, yeah amazing yeah. so it's not in the, the next building though like it's a oh, separate it's, area yeah it's just through the wall like, the wall? There, there's like there's like one of these just on the wall. the wall oh right yeah there's like a little panel we just send it through Put one, so of, those, <laughs> one <laughs> of those elephant dicks through the wall yeah 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 it's a thick one inside joke it's so thick He's one of those like ridiculous fooders, like because when you saw him at Bellwoods for the first time, like they, as big as the fermenter there, like I've never seen them. Like and this, this is the, this is a thirty barrel fooder. Uh, so they're they're not conical bottom. on the bottom, so they're not as tall, but it's huge. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a terrifyingly large wooden thing. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a big jump for us, so yeah. it'll be fun. Have you got more of a barrel program going on? So you got the fooders, but do you have actual? I mean, you mentioned you got that other collab sitting in the barrels. So is that do you have like a little barrel program thing going on or looking to start <clears throat> yeah i mean we've got a small fledgling one we've done a we did a, a release of a of a barrel fermented tart saison which i think nice. is probably the sharp end of the ship our foray into that it was called northfield uh, and i mean scotty's got plans we'll have a float of barrels here this summer starting with about 30 so not huge okay. but enough enough that we should always be able to have something on the go um right. and I, I think it'd be really cool for people coming here because there'll still be small quantities it'll really be something you're coming to the brewery to try specifically yeah yeah and that that would i'd love that you know yeah will there be sours and stuff you guys uh mess with sours at all or is that a we'll whole like contamination uh thing uh, i mean we won't be pitching bacteria to, right. that does that um there'll be some acid 
created probably throughout the process, but I, ideally uh, we're, we'll be using uh, Britannomyces and other yeasts just okay. to do it that way. But focusing more on like dry and tart and like complexities and nuances and um, as opposed to like, we like sour beers, it's just, we you know, if we had to pick one that we wanted to do, I, I love like Belgian table beers that are just super delicious and give you easy drinking and complex at the same time, yeah. um, things like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, have you guys thought about like a cool ship or anything like that, or is that kind of a little overkill? Uh, we well, it's we, not overkill. <laughs> it's, not over, yeah. it's awesome. Uh, <laughs> you know, we, we've thought about it. But I don't think we're. Uh, I don't think that we're close to that yet. No. Um, we have, I want to. We want to get this under our belts and do it yeah. right. I mean, that's the most important yeah, thing. Yeah, we're sort of t- we're taking our time with it. Um, like. Uh, Belgium has been just got one in, which is awesome. They have like one of those sweet three stage yeah, ones. Yeah. And they, they've been doing barrel aged beers for a long time. Like yeah, Farmageddon's is delicious. Uh, and they have Barnell as well, which is like yeah. stout and stuff. Yep. Um, and they seem to be going hard with like Jelly King or whatever, and all the fruited. Uh, They're killing salads. the game. They're yeah. killing the game, man. Yeah. 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 Are, are they like inspiring you guys to, to sort of push that forward? Totally. I, I don't go to Toronto without stopping in and saying hi to those guys and picking up what they've got. I mean, I, I think Wizard Wolf has gotten us through many days. True that. I was giving Luke shit. We had him on the podcast recently. Oh, yeah? and, uh, it hasn't come out yet, but um, we were giving him shit that Wizard Wolf was the only I don't know how happy he was with that. No, he was, he was razzing on Craig. Oh, it's not hazy enough yeah. for you? Oh, okay. well, it's not. Yeah, no. Nope. <laughs> 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 it's a good bike. Um, no, nah, that's sick. So uh, how, how like, big do you guys want to make this? Like, how, how big do you think this can get, or do you want it? So It's yeah. a really good question. Whether I mean, it's physically or, like... We're we're gonna have to kick out a gymnasium of small children next door. That's the that's our next neighbor, and we're not in a rush to do that. Invite them over here. (laughs) Get them to work. I mean, we are. I mean, I think we've we've taken on a lot here, and I I think there's more than enough runway for us to do what we're doing well now, which is bars and restaurants in Ottawa. We're gonna start into retail. We're gonna be, I think, offering like a wider range of of what I hope is gonna be really delicious, cool stuff. Yep. But. For the short, medium term, even that's yeah, I'm content. We're that. good with that. Like a nice slogan. I'd rather do this well than than try to become the biggest. I, I have no ambition <laughs> to go province wide or anytime soon. Oh, I yeah. think we'll focus on what we can do well. So when you said retail, are you referring to like LCBO and BSO and stuff? Yeah. You want to start to get some uh, the more just like, in stable town. beers, I guess. You know. Yeah, cl- our definitely <clears throat> clean beer, uh, flagship beer. Yep. Stuff that we have have confidence will will taste good when it gets to the consumers lips so right, right. that's where we want to we want to start and okay. uh yeah hopefully there's more to come after that but right no that's good i, I thought that was interesting we went to the lcbo on um bank street i think it was mm-hmm. and it was just like it was just interesting because there was a whole bunch of beyond the pale stuff and um other local ones do you remember scott i can't remember like i don't remember all of them but, it but was, we were just like yeah. it's like damn it was just so interesting that it's like uh, like in Toronto, I fear it's fairly homogenous. Sorry. As far as I don't know, maybe you can speak to it better. But like I, I, I feel like it's like all you know, the certain LCBOs have more stuff or whatever. But like, I don't think it's skewed local. Yeah, I think we must. Have, we've got some good shop managers, man. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, there's and now that grocery stores are in the game. I mean, we've got one in town. Um, he's got his own Instagram handle, Beer at Browns, and I mean, he's an independent grocer yeah. who just believes in his beer program. He's nice. got brewers there twice a week selling stuff. He's always bringing in new listings, like. That's that's part of what helps make the scene work too, right? right. It's like you know, brewers can, can can do cool stuff, but if it's not getting if the word's not getting out to people, uh, and you don't have great bar owners who who are pushing it and sharing yeah. it and talking it up, 
I mean, it does get to people, and if they don't get it, then they don't know. So right. we can't do our thing unless like that whole ecosystem's there. And I feel like Ottawa's got that. Got now. that happening. That's actually a really good point. So if you uh, have a business like this, this is what like we were talking about this last night. Like I kind of consider this like the neighborhood brew pub in the sense that you have to come here to get to be to try it. You can't go yep. anywhere else, which is like the beauty of it. You, know, you forced to travel for beer, which is like I don't know, no one's ever really complaining. It's fun as hell, right? You have to go cool places totally. and drink good beer. Um, but I guess I didn't really think so much about like how do you get that word out because essentially people aren't going to be able to try it unless they're yeah. walking to the door. So it is very important to have that licensee sort of element uh, from the restaurants and bars and stuff to begin with. And I think to, most of the <clears throat> small guys like us in town would say word of mouth is, is the thing. We don't have big marketing budgets to throw sexy people partying and television commercials on. We don't, you know. I mean, if we, that would be fun. I mean, yeah, Scott, that's the start of the show. show. <laughs> We're ready for that. Yeah, yeah. ready to take ready a shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bubble need. bath. And, yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. Beards and bubbles. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, word of mouth. And the, and the other thing, too, is, I mean, we don't, have, we don't have a big advertising budget at all. We don't really have an advertising budget. But what we do, uh, and I think has worked, is we, we've got a lot of cool relationships with people doing cool other stuff that's not beer in town. Right. You can kind of find your way into a lot of neat stuff because you show up with beer. And so, I mean, so, we, you know, we organize a couple cool dinners with chef friends of ours for different causes here in town. And mm -hmm. it's amazing how just doing a thing because it's fun with cool people, there's like a knock-on effect that, that kind of happens accidentally. And right. what means people come here and wind up having a good time, which is cool. So. Right. So it was, it was very organic uh, sort of the way that it grew. I think so. Interesting. Yeah, I guess that's kind of how it is. I mean, like, it's a good question. If you have no advertising budget, and I feel like um, <clears throat> most breweries or craft breweries don't really advertise because it's like, maybe it's like through, you know, people like us, like media or just like other beer nerds, like taking photos and there's a little bit of the hype come around. So it's sort of interesting to see how you draw people in the door in the first place. Like, did you guys have like a hype before you opened? Like, was there, was there like work coming around? All oh, these guys are coming in, they got some cool ass beers. They, they were super busy on their first day. I just <laughs> came to pick up beer and like, yeah, they were out of beer within yeah. not long. Um, so that, I mean, how did you create that? That's a really good... I mean, the, the first time we got like real serious, like we, we had a plan and we thought we, you know, we, we pulled all the pennies we had. Uh, we got family and friends in a room and there were about a hundred of them. And uh, those guys cut us checks for a minimum of a thousand bucks that we promised to repay in three years. They're almost all repaid now. Amazing. Um, and in some cases they got a beer dividend for three years. So they come in for a growler a month nice. on us. And uh, that spread the word. And uh, right. then we were Canada's first Kickstarter-backed brewery. So our tap room, we, we raised about 20 grand to finish the original tap room. And that, that sounds familiar. There were like 300 yeah. people who, who, who pitched in and then they owned a bit of it, right? I mean, right. Like, at least mentally. Right. You know, at that point, you're like, well, I got to go see this and if yeah. it's any good. Yeah. And I, I, I threw in my 25 <laughs> bucks for a t-shirt. Like, yeah. let's go see. And I think that helped. So there was like right. a community around it when it started. What made you do the Kickstarter? To we were up? just broke. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the enduring value of it wasn't the money. I mean, that you know, that came at a good time when we were into six months of pan rent without selling anything. So that helped a lot to finish what we needed to do. Right. But the, the the enduring benefit of something like that is just you you've, you've met these people. The community, right? Yeah, and and they they they're invested with you and they're sharing it. And I think right. that was the little the nut of the thing at the beginning. Right, because that's I guess that's kind of risky because those campaigns can go either way. They can, man. And I think for us, the biggest thing was we didn't tell people we needed their money to start a brewery. I think the message right. was clear. It's like, we're opening this brewery. There are some finishing touches at the front of house that you're going to enjoy if you show up uh, and you're part of this, and that's cool. But like, succeed or fail, you know, we're, yeah, we're doing happening. it. You know, so there was a credibility thing we thought was important about how to frame that. So, yeah. yeah. With Kickstarter, do you know where the money is coming from? Like, with these local, with these. 
you know, most of it was. Yeah, a couple people in Germany. Someone in Damn. Australia was yeah, in on it. Right. I don't know why, yeah. <laughs> was it you? I guess I'm going to be busted. Finally here to get that t-shirt, eh? I'm a growler, thank you. Three years back, baby. Turn the camera off. I got a good track. We're done here. <laughs> so it's like it's good so you got a lot of local support but also like support from all sorts of random ass places yeah totally that's dope man yeah I, really I think it gave us a leg up early on that's really cool I think you guys are doing some really cool stuff and um, it's really cool to see uh, you know like the, the the three main breweries you guys are what you guys are doing in Ottawa the fact that that word comes out like being that we're not here that often the fact that it like comes to us so strongly um, you know I feel like it really sort of speaks volumes to what you're doing because it's really hard to stand out in this world like you know what, what Steve was saying yesterday there was what when he started there was like 50 breweries in Canada now it's what like is it did it 650 or like 850 or yeah, hundreds and hundreds yeah. of us <clears throat> when compared to the states it's like 5,000 right or whatever but still uh, but it's really hard to stand out I think and to be able to you're not new for very long like you can't rely yeah. on being new no, that's no. not good enough yeah. for sure like you know you have to have a good product totally. another question then um, how do you feel about the statement or do you agree or disagree with the statement like if you brew they'll come I think if you brew quality people will come Okay. But that's, I think that's probably my caveat on that. I don't know what you think, but... If you brew, people will come, but you, the, the, the thing is you need them coming back. Right. <laughs> and if you brew, they'll come once. If that's you right. brew well, they'll continue to come yeah, back. Yeah, I mean, we're always trying to, like... Like, I have nightmares at night about things that just, like, keep me up. Yeah. Always trying to, like, do you things that are... in months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll wake up and just be like, oh, my God. Where I am just I? just had to dump everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that people have been really happy with how we've uh, we've progressed uh, over the last couple of years. And people keep coming back. We've got great, like, local people that are in once a week to get some beer. And, yeah, I don't know. It's worked out well. So, okay. Because I feel like a lot of um, brewers, when people open breweries, like, I, you were a home brewer, right? Yes, right. But would you consider yourself somewhat of an entrepreneurial business-oriented dude? Yeah, and I mean, honestly, <clears throat> the, the more we're into this now, like, I, <clears throat> I, you know, I never want to be at a point where I don't know what's going on in my own brewery, but the, the honest God's truth of it is, is that Scott and Phil and the guys on our back house team, I mean, they're, they're doing it these days, day to day, and, you know, you, you get pulled in different directions, in so. Kind of yeah, and you gotta, I mean, you gotta give up your, you know, there's no pride of authorship. At the end of the day, like, we all do well when this place does well, so I'm, I'm happy with that. We're doing stuff I would never do on my own, so this place has only benefited from like the talents of other people. Everyone so, else. Yeah. I feel like a lot of brewers, who, who, people who start brewery, uh, breweries in general, like brewing is an art. I guess technically it's a science too, but there's an art. There's oh, there's a emotion. fingerprint on it. You, there's something <clears throat> said about the person who made it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think that when people start breweries, like they don't always think about the business and the marketing side, yeah. and then they sort of go in like, making beer and you know maybe it's good or not and like why aren't people coming like they don't really I feel like that's what I'm kind of noticing is that some some people are like really switched on with the business side and the business savvy and marketing and social and yeah. whatever but then some are completely on just like complete right brain like real like creative <laughs> brewers and stuff and they don't really think about the other side of it and stuff it's very interesting to see sort of like because it's such a unique uh, industry in, in the, the nature of the type of people who get involved totally yeah it's um it's fascinating. So it's good to see you guys uh, get both sides of it. I never want our game. brand to eclipse the quality of our beer, but I, I mean, we have fun with it. Like, I think that's, yeah. that's been, I mean, I, I just I enjoy that, that side of it too. We like storytelling. We like creating a, a vibe that you sort of pick up on when you're around our stuff or around yeah. our beer. But at the end of the day, like, I, I don't want to be a marketing company that makes a liquid. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. We're a brewery, and, that, that, and that's, that's got to be good enough first Absolutely. and foremost. No, that's great. 
So we have a, uh, a section of the podcast we call Lightning Round. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say it's something intemperate well, now. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as we, as we drink, you're yeah. going to start firing better questions. Better come up with the right answers. Every time we get it wrong. Yeah. So, right and wrong answer, okay? <laughs> so, uh, the first question is guilty pleasure beer. So, do you have a beer that you would potentially be embarrassed to admit to other beer nerds that um, you enjoy? <clears throat> so, like, Scott says Labatt 50, mine yep. was uh, Corona. <laughs> okay. I mean, Labatt 50 is an obvious one. It's, it's delicious. I actually like Stockdale. Molson Stockdale. Yeah, Stockdale. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The older and dustier, the better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I do enjoy, like, a six-pack of Budweiser once in a while with some barbecue. Like, yeah. I, 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 I'm fine with that. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's you know, a lot a of brewers occasion. say that. that yeah. Many brewers have come I, up with that. That's the not end, so a, like, a frequent thing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. other than that, like, yeah, I'm totally for a quarter 50, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Right, or of 50, I yeah. like yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the minimum consumption, Yes, though. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Warm, too. Yeah. 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 Really. Warm and it's, expire. It's better warm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. A beer you... The complete opposite. A beer you would decline under any circumstances. So if you turn them to a barbecue and you didn't bring your stuff and they're like, hey... You want one of these? And, and you're like, so thirsty. It's like a so hot. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, God, I would... Oh, okay, no, I won't drink that. <clears throat> Anything light struck in a, in a clear growler. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah. There's no specific like like mine's PBR. Like I wouldn't even just wouldn't do it. No. Yeah. I'll pretty much drink anything. Um. I find that more common. <laughs> like brewers, I thought would be snobbier. Are just like, yeah, man, I'll take whatever. I'm like, uh, like why am I the snob? Make <laughs> <laughs> uh, me feel bad, bro. <laughs> All right, so you guys are not really just the yeah, like, no, the room. Uh, if I'm thirsty thing. enough, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. <laughs> Favorite beer style. Like when I generally that would I think that like kind of more like maybe a go to or what's your like fave? Uh, I don't know. Um, I I love hoppy beers. Obviously, yeah. uh, like a delicious, well done pale ale is great. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, you know, nothing crazy exciting. Yeah. Um, love stouts and porters. Uh, yeah, I take I take a, a porter most days. I think. Porter, cool. yeah. Okay. yeah, I would just crush on light ABV funky Brett table beers all day mm-hmm. long if they were around. I'd, nice. I'd drink that yeah. 24-7. Nice. Good choice. Uh, opposite. Least favorite. So it doesn't mean you hate it. just means yeah. like maybe you really wouldn't like... Like I'd say mine would be like barley wine. Fighting words. You could have three sips and you're drunk. Like, I don't know. What's the point? Yeah. I, I I'm lightweight. Don't really always enjoy like super when people are trying to make like intensely strong beers they're scientifically cool uh, yeah. you know i don't really uh when it's so hot and so thirsty i'm not reaching for those <laughs> you know <laughs> so uh i don't know i'm not I'm, I'm pretty open yeah yeah okay yeah i don't know i've never developed a taste for like like really big scotch ales it's probably in the same vein i just i don't know sometimes i find that malty back and get a little like cloying but Maybe I should have the right one. We've never done one, so. You guys are very diplomatic, all right. <laughs> I respect that. Uh, Desert Island beer. So this would be like, yeah, you have to drink the same beer. But forever. perfect circumstances. So if it's like a oh. New England, Northeast IPA, it's as fresh as you can get it, perfect temperature. They'll drop it up in the helicopter. They won't, yeah. they won't save you, but they'll drop it off. You have proper beer. glassware. Yeah. It's everything is. <laughs> oh, Brother Swanier from, uh, from, from BIM at Godspeed and the guys at uh, Hill yeah. Farmstead. Yeah. 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 I drink that for the rest of my life. Yeah. Nice. All right. What kind of style is that? Oh, man. Well, it had like lime. Uh, <laughs> it, it, blood orange, lime zest, uh, fermented in fooders, and bottled, uh, wow. I, I think. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Just bottle 
mentioned. Yeah, I don't even know. I, I think it's done. Now you just rub it in. I can get it once yeah. in a while. Cool. It's uh, uh, too many limits. You can't get it. You know, yeah. one per person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the limits are removed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know, Golden Beach Pale from Sauna City. If I had like a Good sessional choice. beer, uh, yeah, I, I would take that one uh, any day. I'll probably make sense on the desert island. Yeah. We've been speaking a lot about trends today. Do you guys have any pre- uh, predictions for future trends? So, th- things that you think maybe will come back around or that'll like, that you're starting to see? I'm going to make a call that the 355 mil can is coming back. It absolutely yeah. is. Yeah. Cru- crushable Pilsner, yeah. delicious, hoppy mm. Pilsners in 355 mil cans. It's a thing that's going to happen. I'm calling All it. All right. <laughs> Write that down. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so, too. Yeah, I want to drink that. Yeah. <laughs> Slam it before it gets warm. It's perfect. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. Yeah. Do you concur? I, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'm, I'm with that. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably it. <laughs> Cop out answer. <laughs> Hasn't gone unnoticed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've done this a few times. Yeah. Um, favorite up and coming breweries, or it could just be like favorite breweries, period. But maybe like ones that maybe people would uh, not be familiar with potentially. Um, it doesn't have to be in Canada anywhere. I don't know. I mean, they're. I love Folly stuff. Like people know them; they're obviously really popular yeah. in uh, Toronto. Like their beer is always delicious and great to uh, get out there and try. Um, okay. So that's probably one of my sort of favorite go-to's okay. uh, for smaller guys. Um, outside of that, uh, there's so many. Like we try and try everything that comes up. Uh, <coughs> Excuse me. I got a local pick. Yeah. Stal- Stalwart Brewing. Yeah. Out of Carleton yeah. Place. A few of those. Yeah. Yeah. It's, they're, they're making great stuff. They're great dudes. Big fan. <coughs> okay. Fantastic. <laughs> Represent local. I like that. Um, do you guys have a favorite beer city or destination or country that you like to go to specifically? I know we talked about Vermont earlier. I don't know. Yeah. That, yeah. You can say that. You can say yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, that for sure. I, I probably want to go down to like uh, Boston or Portland, Maine. Uh, I was thinking about maybe uh, Richmond, Virginia. Is yep. A lot of things are coming out of there. Um, yeah, recently went to Asheville, North Super Carolina. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Everyone talks yeah. about that. Oh, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Did you catch Wicked Weed before they did what they did? I did. <laughs> yes, yes, I did. Nice. Yeah. How do you guys feel about that? Heartbroken? Angry? Furious? How do you feel about it, Scotty? I don't Tell know. us, Scotty. I don't Tell know. I, honestly, I don't, I don't know <laughs> enough about what's going on there. Um, yeah, it's heated. I don't even know if I want to step in that one. <laughs> <laughs> People are ruthless about that yeah, one. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I've never seen such passion yeah. for a crazy. before. Yeah, yeah. it's like, I think because comments on their pages are just so ruthless. Yeah. Uh, so, you know? <laughs> uh, it's fine, just not to them. Yeah. 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 Sorry, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to throw you guys under the bus. No, there's just no way that you can win talking about this. I mean, no, no, it's <laughs> only who's losing. Gonna, who's going to be hand mad at you? If, you, if you're trashing AB, like a genuine question, who's going to be mad? No, that's like the easy thing to do. I, I guess I just, I, you know, the one thing I'd say is I, I went there, I love their beers. I love what they were about. Uh, I think they built a great brewery and a great business. Um, yeah. I, you know, I totally understand and admire why, why people get fired up about independent ownership. I think what the guys at Bose did, making a long-term plan to sell to their own employees is the mm-hmm. great counter-answer Absolutely. to that. Yeah. I, I'm about it. At the end of the day, though, I mean, I, you know, I, I also understand. I, I get Because you're doing. the owner, right? So what if some, this is right, you're actually a good person to ask. What yeah. if uh, like they came and flashed a $20 million check in your face? Yeah, I, I, you know what, man? I mean, like I said, the, the point at the beginning was doing the thing. So it'd be pretty hypocritical at this point to be like, <laughs> peace. But yeah. I mean, you know, it's not, yeah, it's not well, what you, we're, you we're not. Because there's two sides to it. Because it's like, well, you work for it. You built it. You put your money up. You put your balls on the line. So why shouldn't you cash in? I just think that the, the counter argument to that would just be not with them. 
Because I think people get less less mad. I was talking to someone last night, super drunkenly about it. But I think people are less mad at Heineken now finalizing the thing with Lagunitas because Heineken aren't trying to crush craft beer. Right. And even like there's, I think it's Duvela or Val, one of the two, have a family of other breweries that they own, but they're not trying to crush craft beer. So I think that's the difference. Like if it's a private equity firm or someone that's like not lobbying to change the laws and like mislead consumers, I think that's kind of like mostly where that comes from. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's one of these tough things. I think like at a, at a high level, it's like there's no question that I think independent ownership and more breweries go in the distance makes total sense. I think there's some real barriers. Like, I mean, I, you know, it's different in every province, but I mean, yeah. I think, you know, in a province like Ontario, there, there's a point at which you get to a point when you've, when you've grown and it's, it's real difficult to make it to that next, that next yeah. step just from an investment perspective, all that boring stuff. Uh, and I mean, to the best thing that we could do, I think would be in some ways to get get some of the rules out of the way and just let people be on more of an even footing competing. Um, I think there's a lot of big advantages that come to the guys who kind of control distribution. I mean, if you, you know, if you, there's a couple companies in the market who literally own half of half of the retail distribution. I mean, that's a what huge advantage. I mean, the, cart, the cartels in, uh, you know, in Colombia, a lot of them they don't even make drugs, but they own the distribution, so they make yeah, the money, you know? Uh, <laughs> so anyway, I think there's like a policy angle on that too at a certain yeah. point that kind of leads to some of these things. Yes. Uh, I'm giving you a long, circuitous answer, but no, I, we're no, not no, selling. No, 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 no one's knocking, but no, we, no, we don't, we're not looking at that. Beautiful. I, I figured as much. Um, I guess in your, do you have like a favorite beer city? Sorry, because we started talking about Asheville and then we could eat it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think <laughs> yeah. at this point, I just, you know, I'd probably go do a tour of Belgium at this point. Um, yeah, I, I've been to Asheville. I love yeah. Portland. I think the vibe in Portland Maine or, is super. Uh, Oregon? I haven't been to Portland, Maine, but Portland, yeah. Oregon is, is a real cool town. Um, I think it's, beer drinkers here owe a lot to that, that side of, right. the, of the continent. So, okay. yeah. Fantastic. Um, underrated either a beer style or brewery or a place like city or country what's like, not getting its props basically yeah. okay hmm it's a good one I mean I feel like brewers love making Hellas lager and yeah. it's almost like sometimes is that the best financial decision you know yeah. everyone wants it. you're gonna come in here and tell me it's not hazy enough what is this I don't I'm I'm to me. <laughs> it's, this is clear dump it dump yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but like things that take like restraint and finesse I think are not uh, given enough attention right yeah. Um, and uh, yeah I mean we want to do lager brewing um, this summer for sure cool. uh, and that's gonna be an important thing for us I think um, yeah, things like that uh, just need to be, uh, I think, seen more by the everyday person. Okay. Mm. That's a good point. That mm. comes up a lot. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think it's like, the, once again, it's like the pendulum swinging the other way to like the antithesis of all the, like, whether it's the hazy <laughs> stuff or whether it's like hoppy, crazy, funky shit. Like, it's like, hey, just give me a crisp, clean, yeah. like, yeah. Uh, hoppy pilsner or something. Totally. Like, well done. People, nothing to hide behind. All yeah, that. Yeah. Because exactly. it's even harder to do that because there is nothing to hide behind. Like, totally. all flaws are like immediate. But. <laughs> yeah. And so many steps you can screw it up. Yeah. It's, yeah there so are many. sometimes, yeah. for sure. Uh, I think my answer, I'm going to say Halifax. It's the next destination for the Canadian Brewing Awards yeah, next yes, year. Yeah. We met a lot of people from Halifax come through this weekend. The guys at North Brewing in particular, I think, are doing some awesome stuff. So right. I can't wait to go there and drink beer next cool. year. Yeah, I think we might come down too. Yeah, we should. Yeah, try to make it down for I'm sure. pretty keen for that. Like, yeah. I've never had any East Coast beer, really. Like, uh, Go hang out at Bar Stillwell and just drink everything they got. It's, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah exactly. they're, the, they're the mecca. Uh, yeah? Stillwell's in, in Halifax. Oh, in and, Halifax. Uh, okay. I haven't been. You've been. I've been. It's awesome. It's one of my favorite beer bars anywhere. Okay. Damn, Halifax. I never would have already thought that. All yeah, right. there's a lot of people there. Um, Tatamagoosh, Boxing Rock. There's a lot of guys in, in Nova Scotia doing cool stuff. Yeah. Big Spruce. Cool. Yeah. I love it, man. Canada, everywhere. Um, best beer you ever drank in your life? 
And generally, that's like situational. Like maybe it was like <laughs> you know, you, it was the perfect moment, and like yeah. Uh, anything that comes to mind? Yeah. Uh, mm. First beer. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was, was a nerd, it? so I crushed it with my dad. It nice. was a steam whistle pilsner. Nice. Watching the news. Nice. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I was 16. 16? Nice. I was definitely going to lie and say you're of age. No, I wasn't. Of course you were. I was eight. I was eight. It's really happened. Exactly. They started me on shandies yeah. when I was three. <laughs> <laughs> Worked my, I was on the barley wines by the time I was in high school. That's right. That's gangsta. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, like, things that when, I don't know, a couple years ago I had a Cantillon for the first time, and that was, like, so cool yeah. to me. Yeah, I um, yeah, got it on uh, in Montreal at, um, it's the bar that, on Saint-Denis. Yeah, um, on the same book? Yes. Yeah. yeah, that was awesome. And it was one of those ones where, like, uh, you know, the waiter wanted me to have, like, three options because they don't always like have everything in stock so right. he's like okay so you want that cool give me like three other things and I'll, <laughs> just I'll, in case because uh, yeah, they case. have those like takeovers where they get like crazy bottles I yeah. don't know how they import it all though I don't they know. have events all the time they, they get awesome stuff in um, yeah crazy <laughs> so I, I don't know exploring beer that. like that yeah. Yeah, that, one, that one was like my first foray into it and it was like it's just crazy that beer can be like that, has been like that for so long, and like so steeped in tradition and delicious. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've never had Cantillon. You've never had Cantillon? I've never had Cantillon. Okay. Uh, uh, change your life. Aesthetic. It's It's so out. bright and fresh and, and yeah. complex, it's absolutely delicious. Okay, yeah. I, I can see, I feel like a lot of uh, brewers are very um, passionate about Belgium, whether it's Lambic's goods or, or any, any sort of styles like that, and I sort of, I don't know, I don't really share that because I'm so excited with North America. This is insane out here. Like, the, 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 like, even just in Canada now, I feel like it's more exciting now than ever. Yeah. Um, because of guys like yourselves and like, like between Toronto and Montreal and Ottawa, I feel like I'm like, I can barely keep up. <laughs> Let alone, then we'll go from one hour and a half away, and like, yeah. and then trying to do trades with dudes from Vancouver. I just, it's too much, man. <laughs> it's exhausting. Quit. Yeah. It's over. <laughs> Done. Yeah. Last yeah. podcast. Yeah. 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 Um, this is kind of like more like the Desert Island one, but like a death row meal, beer, or slash meal pairing. Like, if it was had to be like your final, like one beer, so you don't have to drink it forever, it's like one time. Just one like, time. If it had to be the last beer you ever had, oh. bacon sandwich mm. and a coarse light. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> I don't know why that came to mind. Yeah. <sighs> I got the lows. That's a good one. Yeah. Oh man. Like some sort of hill farmstead or like Cantillon, like a thirty-year-old uh, Cantillon or something like that. Yeah. I almost think you want to go like a lot of Cthulhu or something, like just something yeah, enormous. Yeah, just be like yeah. my swan song. Oh yeah, yeah, you gotta push it. Go well, sure. well, if you have, yeah, order some brewery sure beers and uh, barley yeah. wine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. From the battle, like yeah, yeah, yeah. from the nail out. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I like that. And uh, the last question is favorite style to brew. I, I mean, I think so we'll end probably where we started. Yeah. I, I'm gonna take a wild guess and say that our favorite yeah. beers to brew are these. Hazy, juicy, hazy ones? Yeah. fresh IPAs. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah. Well, I find them really challenging, actually. Right. Like, they're so challenging and engaging that... Um, it's taking a sort of like your skill set to a, a different level? Oh, it taught us tons doing it. Like, yeah. so many things come into play that uh, we've now taken techniques there and put them back into other beers in very different ways. But, like, you learn a lot of different principles that come up. And uh, as we don't, like, have any... I don't know. Yeah, we don't have a whole lot of experience before here, right? So, like, yeah, this, yeah those have been able to... You guys figuring it out on the way. And, uh, yeah, yeah, we've learned a ton from doing those, so um, I find them very engaging. 
Amazing. Super impressed, man. You guys are awesome. I'm really glad yeah. we got to uh, sit down today. Um, where can people find you guys online? DominionCity.ca. Yep. We're throwing a big party Canada Day. So if anyone wants to come to Ottawa, come join us. Come Dominion on. Day. Oh, yeah. And uh, social media, is it at Dominion City P or is it just Dominion City? Uh, at Dominion City on Instagram and I think we're Dominion City BC on Twitter. Okay. Yeah, for Bruker. Perfect. So uh, that's it, guys. Thank you very much for joining us. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Um, Cheers. If you enjoyed the podcast uh, on Apple Podcasts, it's called now. Uh, review, rate, and uh, subscribe. Check us out on YouTube. Subscribe as well. And uh, follow us at BAOS Podcast on social media. I have to say that. Um, that's it, guys. Cheers. 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 <laughs>